hey, hey, come look at my butthole. You want to see my butthole? <laughs> <laughs> folks it's me your old pal dusty barnes last time y'all came around here probably wish that you found something more interesting to listen to instead of a bunch of errands that that old agent went through <laughs> i tell you what but anyway i don't uh, i don't know too much about all them errands but what i do know is that you can get a two-for-one discount on coffins you and the child you should both die i'll give you a real nice right good discount you come on down to dusty barnes oh Menagerie of Coffins. That's not actually the name. It's not like written nowhere, but that's what I like to call it sometimes when I'm sitting around uh, trying to, you know, carve out new coffins and plane them and shit. Anyway, so uh, if y'all like what you're hearing about, um, well, fuck, I'm probably not doing nothing that I'm supposed to be doing right now, but that's okay. Maybe y'all should just, you know, tune in, see if Falk and Alvari get up some new stuff, some uh, fun things or the like. But anywho, anyway, come on down to Dusty Barnes uh, Coffin Emporium. Emporium for coffins. Look for the wacky waving inflatable tube, man. All right, y'all have a good day. <laughs> say that uh the night is kind of winding down sort of at this point you know you guys have uh kind of made a decent little raucous party of it but a lot of people have to do stuff in the morning and so uh other than you know your standard miners that are usually there drinking and uh and actually uh boris is there drinking as well oh good and he's there uh he's there just kind of drowning uh drowning his sorrows and he's you know he's kind of like glanced over at you guys and nodded a few times and you guys have you know conversed casually over the night but for the most part he's kind of kept to himself um so boris uh tell me something uh what what do you miss the most about your old world there well i mean i miss me wife and me kids oh shit you are married had kids? Well, yeah, I mentioned it. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, everything's been so crazy around here lately. I guess, I guess it just slipped my mind, but, man. Um, well, I, I, it, I don't, I'm not offended. It's not like you're, uh, it's not like you don't have other things on your mind. Yeah, but th- that's, that's awful, man. Like, uh, but yeah, I, I'm serious about what I told you before. I'm, you know, once we get this all figured out, I, I'm gonna try to get you back. I appreciate it, folk, but I mean, I've kind of, I 
kind of resign myself to the fact that I don't think I'm going home. I don't think that way, man. It's it's just the drink talking. You, you'll get back there. I'm sure of it. He, his, his demeanor seems to brighten a little bit, and uh, he downs the rest of the glass of whiskey that he was kind of just nursing as he's as he's sitting down next to you, and he says, all right, folk, if you say so, I trust you. And so um, had Alivari finished performing at this point and sat back down? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that had kind of already came and passed. Like I said, everybody's kind of cleared out except for the the miners and, uh, and like I said, Boris, who was just kind of chilling out. So, yeah, again, uh, Alivari, I just got to say, you fucking nailed that performance there. There's so good. Well, of course I did. It's my nature. I grew up in a bar, after all. Yeah, how was that? That had to be crazy. Oh, (laughs) there were nights. My mama always tried to send me to my room, you know, about the time things started to get a little bit out of hand. And sometimes my daddy would take me away to the, over to the temple, but I learned a little bit about how to play cards and Definitely, I've been able to hold my liquor since I was, whew, way too young to be holding liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been much more of a homebody, so I haven't really, you know, gone out other than the, you know, random occasions, especially when I was in the academy. Of course, you'd pretty much have to go out and potty. But uh, whenever it was up to me, I I'd usually just sit around at home and just reading books and stuff. Well, I can understand that. It- Especially in Fireport, there's <laughs> a lot of unseemly business that happens. Oh, there was this one guy. He <laughs> he always lied. Like, it didn't matter what you were talking about. He would just have the bigger tail. He would have the bigger whatever. And he, he claimed that these uh, snake skins, like literal skins from a snake, would, uh, if you put them on your blemishes or your, in in my case, my horns. Uh, it would make I'm so them... glad you said blemishes. I, I totally thought it was going another direction there for a minute. <laughs> well, I was eight at the time, so... <laughs> Wait, which direction would that be going, folk? <laughs> uh, like, I, I start blushing and like... <laughs> 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 Uh, and then like uh, so I, I start to trail off and um, not answer it and then like finally I like take another sip of my uh, my whiskey and I'm like ah fuck it his cock I thought she was gonna say the snake skin goes on the cock like a fucking you know sheepskin or something well I- I'm fairly certain that he would tell some of the others that but I was only eight so I just got that if I put it on my horns they'd go away but I like my horns. I think they're quite nice. And I stroke my horns again. <laughs> yeah, they're a pretty cool feature. They certainly make me stand out in the crowd. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> I, uh, I've never been one to, uh, to hide away. I didn't make it very far when I was, uh, hanging out with the rogues, because <laughs> I, I tended to make a spectacle of myself and, well, it's not exactly helpful if you're trying to be sneaky. That's for sure. Yeah, I've never been quite good at being sneaky. I've always been good at catching sneaky motherfuckers, though. 
Oh, yeah, yeah? Yeah, like, uh, you know, for at least, like, the last, uh, ever since I became a, an actual agent. Um, you know, I, I had a rough time before and uh, got one put over on me pretty good one time. And then after that, I, I've been very alert. I see. Nothing surprises me. Nothing. And I'm going to take my tail and I'm going to poke him on the shoulder opposite me. <laughs> 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 Nothing at all, huh? <laughs> nope, not a single damn thing. By the way, my like my eyes at this point are super glassy, and then also like just like my bags under my eyes have bags under their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the combination of dying the other day and then not getting any sleep since is like really taking its toll on me. And then the drink is like really affecting him pretty good right now too. The fact that he's not passed out right now is kind of a miracle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Falk, you. You look a little bit worse for wear. Um, perhaps we should uh, uh, go go to bed for the night, so we can be up, because we're going to be up with the sun, right? For for that banker. Ah, oh, yeah, we are. Shit. Oh. So, as you guys are talking about that, uh, Wyatt approaches the table and says, uh, "I hope I'm not interrupting nothing." Why, no, of course not. You're always welcome to come by me. Yeah, have a seat, Daddy. Oh, Wyatt, that's what he we're going with now. He glares at you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smolder thinks that he is some sort of a nickname connoisseur. Well, I suppose if you really like that kind of thing, but... I don't. Oh, well then. <laughs> I'll just call you... I'll just call you Hog then, if that's all right. <laughs> it is my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you hard later if you'd like me to. <laughs> I go immediately to take a, a sip out of my drink and j- then just like um, send a glance over to uh, Boris as she says that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wyatt kind of looks from uh, Alivari to Boris to Falk and then back to Alivari and goes, uh, So, uh, about that favor. Where y'all heading tomorrow? Oh, we're heading down to this cave uh, out down by the ravine. It's kind of like... I don't know, Boris, Boris, what would you say? It was about like halfway between here and Kensington? I don't know where Kensington is, to be honest with you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's about like halfway between here and Kensington. You can't miss it. It's a big fucking cave in the side of a you know, cliff by a, you know, the only water source. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I remember too. Yeah, let's go with that. And, uh, <laughs> Boris kind of looks like really, uh, sheepish as he's sort of, uh, changing, uh, his glance in between all of you and, uh, he goes back to just drinking as much as possible. <laughs> and, uh, Wyatt says, well, uh, one of the things that you gotta know about that creature y'all are going to find, it's drawn to power. And I think that, I think that if it found that cave, there's probably a reason. Hmm. And I'd like for you to bring me back whatever is hidden in that cave. Yeah, um, that was exactly where, 
<laughs> he like kind of um, spits up in his mouth for a second and swallows it back. That's where we found the the, the, the things that I gave you. Hmm. I think it still might be worth investigating to see if there's something else. But if there ain't, there ain't. Well, sure thing. Well, I'll take a look around. Yeah. Um, whatever's down there. Uh, you know, are the questions still on the table when we uh, bring them around? Or is this like still tied into the other thing we owe you? And... Well, this is me calling in the favor, but... I mean, if y'all happen to find something else while you're on your travels or something on your way out there, yeah, absolutely. I'm always interested in rare antiques. Sure thing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, freebie questions completely off the table, right? Just checking. I guess it depends on what the question might be. We'll handle that once we settle up later. I have a feeling that I'm not going to like this much, Falk. What? Have I ever disappointed you before? I mean, you did get thrown through the telegraph office. That was that was pretty disappointing. Oh, you saw that? I see most things around here. Oh, I guess, yeah. That makes sense. He, um, he actually looks up at the clock uh, um, that's in the crossing house, and he says, but I actually gotta go see an orc about a horse, so, uh, Y'all have a good one. What? <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> if it is, I'm totally going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, while he's been sitting there, Alivari's tail is like stroking his thigh. <laughs> Miss. Yes. I wish that I had time for what you are proposing. I do not. Well. But I will be back. I'm disappointed. But perhaps next time. Perhaps. It's been a millennia. Anyway, gotta go see that orc. And he, uh... I thought I had it bad. (laughs) And, uh, he stands up from the table and tips his hat to you, Elevari, and, uh, just nods to you and, or to Falk and Boris, and, uh, he walks out of the crossing house. Well... That's not how I wanted my night to go at all. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Uh, oh, man. Um, you look fit to be tied. You should go <laughs> go rest up. That's probably a good idea. Um, he, he, I'll, he goes to sip the rest of his drink. It's already empty, but he puts it up to his mouth anyway and then realizes it and then puts it back down. <laughs> you don't even know your glass is empty. Just get yourself upstairs. Or can you? I don't know, Tim, can I? Um, why don't you make me a constitution save, or a check? <laughs> it is a natural one. <laughs> All right. So you you stand up and immediately fall right back, like backwards. <laughs> like you teeter there for about a second. You waver your arms a little bit to try and regain your balance. And then, whoop, just straight backwards. <laughs> And it doesn't even hurt you're so drunk. Oh! What? Uh, I, um, try to catch him, I guess? Am I close enough, or are we, like, seated at opposite ends of the table? You're kind of seated, like, uh, I wouldn't say that you're complete opposite of him, but you're definitely far enough away that... Why don't you make me a dexterity save, and maybe you can catch him. 
17 plus four, so. Yeah, you um, you grab onto Falk's tie. Uh, Falk, I, I, I'd better get you upstairs. And Boris will grab his other, uh, will grab Falk's other arm and help you get him up the stairs. And Because Boris is definitely nowhere near as drunk as Falk is. <laughs> Although a lot of yours is just exhaustion too, though, Falk. Like, I wouldn't say that you're like, three sheets to the wind necessarily, but the combination of being maybe two, two and a half sheets, you know what I mean? And being super tired. Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 pretty fucked up. Well, yeah, because he's been sitting there drinking the whole time that um, Hard and I have been singing, so that would make sense. I love that I everybody else calls him Wyatt except for Kim. <laughs> Kim <laughs> only will call him Hard. Well, I called him Addy. <laughs> Whale. There's a reason I like them hard. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll help Falk to bed. Yeah, you do that, no trouble. Like I said, with Boris's help, it's not really that hard. And Falk isn't really that big of a dude that it's, um, that it's super complicated. And he's got enough, like, strength to him that he can at least keep his feet sort of under him when he's got somebody helping him balance. Uh, so it's not like you guys are carrying a baby up the stairs, you know what I mean? You're just helping. Uh, oh, I thought he was flat out cold, guy. and they were just dragging him, like with his oh, feet. Oh no, like, no, you're just. Oh, okay. Uh, I would say you probably have the hiccups at this point, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I just gotta say, y'all are the y'all are the best best friends a, a guy could have out here. Uh, I'm glad that we could be with you. You're real deep in the drink there, folk. Why don't you sleep it off? Bruce, what is going on with your accent there, man? Like, (laughs) Uh, you used to sound just like me. People used to always, like, say that to us and and stuff back in school. (laughs) Well, I'm not Bruce, so... Oh, yeah! (laughs) All right, folk. Um, Let's get you tucked into bed. Uh... And Boris starts to pull your boots off, and then he, uh, and then he like pulls the blanket over, and he sort of tucks it under your body, and he goes, "Now you you stay here, cause I don't feel like stairs are going to be too safe for you for at least six hours." Yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah. Good night. <laughs> and then he just like falls back into the pillow. <laughs> And, but then he like shoots right back up and sits up straight and is like, oh yeah. Uh, the, um, and he reaches for the gauntlet and then like, um, like kind of does a setting on it to where it can charge overnight and everything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then just slams back into the bed. Uh, um, Boris, I, d- I don't know that he's, uh, maybe someone should watch him tonight. I'm not sure he'll be okay. All right. Could you please? I mean, I assumed you were asking me, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah, somebody should really watch him. (laughs) I mean, I could stay, but that would be improper. Boris kind of looks really confused for a second and just shakes his head and goes, All right. (laughs) I'll leave you, Boris B. And I'll go back to my room. (laughs) All right. Um, is there anything else that you want to do, Elavari, or are you good? Um, nope, I don't think so. Just go to sleep. All right, time jump. 
Um, it is now morning. Uh, Falk, you're feeling meh. Like you're not, you're not like ultra, ultra hungover because again, a lot of what you needed was just sleep, but you're definitely not feeling awesome. Um, Alivari, you're fine. You know, you, uh, you wake up the next morning feeling probably pretty spry. You know, you had a, you had a decent night and the beds here aren't bad. They're a hell of a lot better than, uh, sleeping on the hard ground, than sleeping out in the deadlands. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so. When you guys wake up, um, it's maybe 30 minutes before dawn is going to hit, and you can already uh, you can already hear the sound of of horses outside the crossing house, and you assume that that might be Martin and Mervyn just being early. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Um, I'm going to go downstairs and fetch a glass of water to bring back to Falk. <laughs> Just to okay. make sure that he's okay. <laughs> when you uh, go down there, it's the one of the rare occasions that Sylvia, the oft-not-seen daughter, is uh, behind the bar and... Why, Sylvia! I haven't seen you since I got back to town. Well, I've been... I've been quite busy, to be honest with you. Uh, you know... Cleaning, cleaning the gore off of the crossing house. Um, ah. Keeping us uh, stocked up with all sorts of sundries and whatnot. And well, sure. We've been going through a lot of drink around here lately. I'm sure it's a bit more than you're used to. Um, I can't say that we're complaining, though. I mean, we've been we've been doing quite well the past uh, couple of days, other than you know some things getting destroyed and but. It is what it is. Well, that's fair. Uh, right now, though, could I get a glass of water for Falk? I'm, I'm afraid he might not be feeling so spry this morning. She slides you an empty glass uh, across the bar and just points towards uh, a bucket that's got a ladle in it um, just on the other end of the bar. And you're kind of in the middle. Um, gotcha. And says, help yourself. Thank you, darling. And I will go and grab a glass of water. You uh, gonna have any breakfast before you head out? Um, could we get something to go? Is that possible? Like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I'll figure something out. That would be so sweet of you. Thank you. And she uh, goes over and immediately starts to poke into the fire, and she's rather tall. Um, definitely looks a little bit different than both Polly and her sister. She's got black hair instead of the brown. And she's very slender as opposed to being kind of stout like Andrea and Polly are. And, uh, but she definitely seems like, like a person that's grown up in, in an area that is difficult to survive in. And so even though she's kind of lithe, it does seem as though she's quite strong. And so like... She goes over and starts throwing more logs onto the fire and uh, then sets a griddle up on top of it and waits for it to start heating up. And yeah, you head upstairs and bring Falk some water. And uh, when Boris sees you, he goes, I'm going to head back to the deputy and see if he needs any help with anything. That sounds like a plan. You have a good time with that deputy. Well, somebody needs to watch him after he, well, you know. Right, yeah, yes. 
We we appreciate your your help in this, Boris. Absolutely. Um, good day, Miss Alibari. Good day. How's Falk looking? <laughs> so here's here's the thing. You go to open the door in the room, and you walk in, and then um, you shut the door behind you, and Falk is standing behind the open door, like, and uh, surprises you. What? <laughs> oh, I told you, I'm never surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say that I've now spilled the entire glass of water. Uh. <laughs> I'm also already completely dressed. I've got the gauntlet on and everything, and uh, I'm like sort of um, tugging at my uh, my coat and sort of uh, adjusting my tie, and I'm ready to go. Well, I see that uh, you've been up already. I'm surprised. Yeah, and as I've uh, said, uh, I am not. <laughs> 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 well, you... Oh, and sh- check this thing out. It's fully charged, and I like um, kind of uh, flex the gauntlet, and it makes that sort of um, high-pitched whirring noise that um, Iron Man suit makes when he's about to do like the pulse blast thing. Well, that is something else. What you must be able to do all kinds of amazing magics with that. Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be plenty of time to figure out what all it can do. Uh, coming up here soon. I look forward to it. Shall we? I, I think I had some horses out front. Oh yeah, we shall. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like uh, <laughs> step out the room and have like a spring to my step and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can uh, smell bacon cooking downstairs at this point. Hmm. Sounds like she's got something ready for us. Smells like. Oh, I can't wait. And I start walking down the stairs again with uh, a spring in my step. (laughs) Alrighty. I also walk down the stairs. No spring. So when you guys... (laughs) (laughs) So when you get down there, um, Sylvia has a flapjack for each of you with a couple of slices of bacon basically rolled up into it. And she hands it to you and says, this is about as to go as I could make. I, I I hope that's fine. Sylvia, you are a genius. This is amazing. Prentice loves them. Make them all the time. Ah, I will have to keep that in mind. Thank you so much, honey. You're welcome. And she uh, she goes to kind of cleaning everything up because she knows that nobody's going to be down for breakfast for at least a couple more hours, so. Yes. Might as well. And waves at y'all as you guys head out the door. And sure enough, Martin and Mervyn are out there, and uh, you see, you see Track, and uh, and his mom Victoria, and uh, basically they've just got one large cart with uh, with two horses pulling it, and Martin and Mervyn and. Uh, Victoria are all in the cart along with a lot of stuff and then Track and Bob and (laughs) and Rick yeah and Rick yep Uh, they are also on horseback and so and they've kind of got they've kind of got their rifles slung over their backs you know ready to to take care of anything bad that might come their way um 
Yeah, Rick Pansky. I forgot that I made him Polish. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Rick. Uh, anywho. Uh, Falk walks up to uh, where we have our, um, you know, horses that we've acquired all tied up and everything like that. And I go and, um, and uh, unfurl the, the reins of uh, Donnie, which is uh, Donnie 1, the donkey Donnie. Uh, I'm going to ride him today. Why are you riding a donkey? Oh, well, they, they told me when I first got out here that they're they're better at, you know, going longer times without water and, uh, you know, kind of just a little bit more stable of a ride. And I don't know. They, they said it was a good idea when I first got out here. Which it sounds is, like you, you don't know. know how to ride a horse. Oh, I'm great at riding horses. I, I, I can do loops around Tom. Well, that I don't doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I learned horse riding out when I went to bot school, so it's it's amazing the things that you have to learn when you're performing. And I will have my horse that has carried me through the deadlands and back. Does that horse have a name? <laughs> it doesn't have to. I was just curious. Oh, I thought you were making an America reference. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I was. Through the desert on a horse with no name. No, uh, the horses does have a name. And that name is a name Please that be Donnie. I'm going Please to be give Donnie. you in just a second. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a great question. What the horse's name? Best question that I've heard all evening. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this here is Winnie, my horse. <laughs> she, uh, she's been real good to me. Winnebrat is what you call her normally, but... You know, uh, you like nicknames, right? Yeah, Winnie, that's really cool. She can say her own name. Mm-hmm. It's, that's awesome. I mean, why would you give a creature <laughs> a name that they couldn't say, right? <laughs> All right, Donnie, say your name. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. I'm guessing he, he gives out a hearty hee-haw. <laughs> nope, it just farts uh, and swishes its tail a little bit. <laughs> We're working on it. It's a it's it's work We're in working progress. On it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I was just joking, but you know, if you could really teach your donkey to say Donnie, that'd be something else. <laughs> uh anyway, um who's the the leader? Would it Mervin be the basically the leader of this group or that's what you would kind of figure is uh, since Mervin is the financier of the whole thing that it probably would be your, uh, he would probably be the leader sure. per se. Well, Mervin, are you ready to kick off? I- I've been ready. Um, we-, we-, we got here before dawn. <laughs> I appreciate your punctu- punctuality. Mostly I just don't want to be here anymore at all, to be completely honest with you. Well, then why are we still sitting here? Let's go. Great point. Great point. Um, whenever you're ready, uh, Miss Victoria. And she, uh, she uh, hits the reins and the cart starts lurching forward. It takes a little while for the momentum to build. So you guys kind of have to keep your horses at a slow walk until mm-hmm. <clears throat> they can kind of get all this weight moving. But yeah, after a while, uh, you it, it only takes maybe... 10 minutes to get down the main thoroughfare heading south um, 
through uh, Filmar's Crossing, and after another five, you guys are out in the out in the open desert, making your way towards the nuisance cave. Would I know enough to, or remember enough to uh, lead us to where I I said we would lead us? Why don't you make me a survival check, please? All right. <sighs> not a one, but it ain't good either. Um, a four plus one, no five. So, you guys you guys go for a little while to kind of get out of the basin that Fillmore's Crossing is in, and <clears throat> you remember, you remember, Falk, that you definitely need to keep going south for longer, though. Like, you, you don't think that you turn east for at least a couple more hours. Um, but you know that eventually you have to turn east. And you'll find the canyon. I mean, it's a big-ass canyon. How can you miss the canyon, right? Sure. <laughs> also, uh, I still don't have sunglasses, so I, I'm still, like, not the greatest with, uh, with eyesight out here in the, in the desert. Huzzah. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> well, and uh, just to let you guys know... 100% the way that you needed to go is as soon as you get out of that base and you need to turn and head east. So yep. you guys are going to go at least a couple of hours out of your way. I mean, you're not going to get hopelessly lost or anything. I, if you would have rolled a natural one, I probably would do that to you, but... I think it's <laughs> 40 years in the desert later. <laughs> right. You're actually going to find some tablets in the nuisance cave and the burning bush. Yeah. It's going to be weird. <laughs> Okay, so we're just with the group right now, and we're slow, still heading out, or like we've traveled a day, or no, you guys haven't traveled a day. I would say that at this point, you've been traveling for, let's say, about three hours, and so you're out in the in the open desert at this point, and uh, and you notice that that both Bob and Rick are they have their heads on a swivel. They they seem pretty nervous about being out in the open desert just because. They know how dangerous it can be, and they know how obvious a target they are right now, and right. and orc attacks are a real concern. So, um, while we're moving, I want to kind of um, keep an eye on track, uh, because, um, you know, we had heard that he, he's been kind of having a rough time since that one night and everything, and I haven't exactly talked to him about it or anything, but um, I, I'm just trying to keep a visual on him without him um, without making a big scene out of it or anything. Um, do you want to actually approach him and try and talk to him or are you just kind of watching him to see what he's doing? Yeah, for right now I just want to observe. He definitely his head is not in watching this this uh, little caravan that you guys have going on. Like he's he's spending a lot of his time you know staring at the sand um, he's He's kind of like just futzing with the mane of the of the horse, or like picking at his sag at his saddle. Um, he pulls his rifle off of it. Like this is stuff that's just kind of happening over the course of the couple hours that you guys have been traveling. Um, he pulls his rifle off of his back and like just kind of just kind of like looks it over and like scratches off some some stuff from the barrel and. He just he just seems very preoccupied and not an incredibly good guard if you're being honest. Does he have like um 
like without no, knowing like what the weather's like or anything is, is he like wearing long sleeves or um like short sleeves or something like that uh i'm basically wanting to look him over to see if there's like any telltale like sort of um signs that would have been left on his like skin or whatever from uh when he was possessed so track is wearing the same thing that he was the day that you met him and also the day that he came and uh tried to get into the jail to see his father and also the same thing that he was wearing when he got possessed and was bouncing all over the top of the crossing house mm-hmm. the one thing that you think you can notice about him is he seems older not like he's you know it doesn't look like he's you know 35 or something that he just went from being a teenager to but he definitely there's just something about him that looks older all right yeah, I'll just hold on to that information right now. I'm not going to uh, make it a thing just yet. Elevari is going to just be keeping a lookout. Why don't you go ahead and give me a perception check? Okay. Uh, 26. You feel incredibly comfortable that if anything were going to be coming at y'all, you would know about it for at least an hour in advance. And... So you can, uh, we'll hang on to that roll for a while. Um, okay. If I do happen to roll for a random encounter or something like that. But uh, for the most part, you are, you are fairly confident that y'all are fine. And um, one of the things, though, that is a little bit unnerving about this entire situation is that you're definitely moving a lot slower than y'all would have been if you would have just gone on your horses by yourselves. But at the same time, you have a lot more protection with uh, with Bob and Rick, and even even Falk, you would know that Track probably isn't a slouch with that rifle. And if it if it really came down to it, even with him being preoccupied, he's probably still going to be fairly helpful. He just probably isn't going to notice them right off the bat. You know? All right, good to know. Yeah, well, so I I think we just keep on heading this direction for for a little while longer. Um, you know, I don't think we have to turn east yet. Well, you're the one who knows where we're going, so I, I trust you You remember. Yeah, we're fine. Um, there's like this uh, one funky looking cactus that I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's where we turned at the last time, so. A funky looking cactus, all right. Yeah, you, you'll know it when you see it. It kind of looks like um, like that walking stick that Minister Kane has, you know, back in Fallport that he always is bringing around to him with events and everything like that. It's all kind of crooked at the top. Because you, I've it. been to a lot of events where he would be. And I swish my tail. <laughs> <laughs> so you continue on for another uh, probably hour and a half or so. Falk, go ahead and give me a perception check. At disadvantage? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, Okay, so 14 plus 1, 15. You see this big saguaro cactus up in front of you, and it's kind of shaped like, almost like a person, like, pointing in a direction. And, man, if if you were, if if anything was the funny-looking cactus that you were looking for, this has got to be it, right? No, that's... See that one? You're, it, it's gonna make you think that that's the one. That's not it. It's the one that looks like the the fucking stick. It kind of leans over to the one side and then goes, you know, turns back up. 
I don't think that's the one. All right. All right. Which one? Continue to head for. <laughs> which 100%? If we were looking from the other direction, it would look exactly like that. <laughs> uh, uh, can I make another check to uh, to observe track? Yeah. Um, why don't you? I mean, you don't really even need to make a check. You've been just watching him the whole time, and he's still pretty much doing the same stuff that he's been doing. Um, at one point, he rides up and exchanges a few quiet words with his mom. And But other than that... Would I ever get uh, close to him to be able to like see his eyes and, and remember if they were the same color they were when, um, when I you know first met him in, in that time uh, outside? Go ahead and give me a history check. 18. Yeah, you um, you remember his eyes being brown, and uh, you're pretty positive that that that's well. No, you see that his eyes are brown, and you're pretty positive that they were brown when you met him. Oh, okay. So I kind of uh, um, like you know have a sigh of relief, kind of under my breath, and um, then I kind of mosey um, Donnie over towards um, the horse that he's riding. Hey, Dad Track, uh, how you holding up? I've been better, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I, I think we all have been. But... Ma seems to think that we're, uh... We're gonna be able to start again in, uh... In Fallport. So, I guess, uh... That's what we're gonna do. Oh, you're going all the way to, to Farpoint. Yeah, she uh, she says they still use horses there, so I mean, it shouldn't be too hard to find work, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I know some, some people out there, the, the FIA uses a lot of horses. Um, I, I could put in a good word for you. He nods and like, you can, you can tell that he appreciates the gesture, he just doesn't really have it in him to to really do anything else but nod. I, I kind of um, pat him on the back uh, and, and nod back to him. I'm like, uh, yeah, and, you know, if before we're done, you know, before we split up, you think of anything that you might need when you're, when you're down there, just feel free to ask. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Sure, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, no problem. you... Do you know what happened to me that night? Um, honestly, not much other than I'm pretty sure you were possessed by a demon. But uh, there's a lot of things that are still unclear and I'm, I'm kind of glad that you're getting out of town and, and getting away from this stuff because uh, it, it's getting pretty bad. I mean, you could see by the buildings that were knocked over that night that, um, yeah, it's getting real. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not into this real. I don't, I don't, I don't like it and I don't much appreciate it. And, uh, can I tell you something, mister? Cause it's been eating away at me. Yeah, go ahead. You think Mr. Fillmore killed my pa? That's what we haven't really been able to to piece together um there's definitely something weird going on with uh 
uh, with all sorts of things like that that ju just aren't adding up in there. This is beyond the scope of anything we've ever had to deal with um, in my service with the FIA. Uh, but I assure you one thing, as soon as we figure it out, we're putting that thing in the ground, whatever it was, whoever it was. I don't care if it's Fillmore himself, they're gonna pay for this. Make sure he suffers. Sure thing. He, he this is definitely the first time that, uh, that you that you see him start to gain regain countenance a little bit like he seems to i mean he still seems pretty preoccupied but he definitely he definitely seems more heartened by that than by the offer of like a recommendation or anything you know what i mean like he wants revenge but he also knows that it's kind of futile for him yeah yeah and at that um i uh start looking around again yeah and um, I pointed a random cactus, and I'm like, oh, that's the one. And so I start turning the group east. All right. Um, let me make a few rolls for everybody else. Wee lad, holy shirt. Okay. I literally did not. I rolled five times and did not roll above a four. Okay. So... They're real confident in your directions as well. What are we rolling? Oh, I was just rolling for everybody else to uh, to see if you guys are taking the quickest route to Kensington, because oh. you're not. <laughs> and yeah, nobody notices, so Falk is, still, uh, Falk is still in charge until somebody realizes. Yeah, I, I can't say that I would know, because I don't know, would I have come this direction? I don't know, why don't you make me a survival check at disadvantage? Okay. Ha! That's a 19. You're kind of like looking around and looking up at the sky and you're trying to remember where exactly Kensington is and you're thinking that that you're probably at least a good three or four hours south of... Uh, of of, go, of heading the direction the crow flies to get to Kensington. Like, obviously, you guys could just keep heading east and then uh, start heading north again and then get to Kensington, but uh. if you recall, or, well, you but they, you definitely recall that Falk said that where you guys are going is on the way to Kensington, and so if you did that, you would obviously pass where you guys are going. Uh, Falk? Yeah, what do you need? It, it seems like we've, we've come a little bit too far. If... I, I thought we should have been to the that uh, wherever we were gonna go by now. Yeah, I was thinking something was up, but uh, you know, I'm am just going on on what I remember, and I can't quite see shit. I'm glad somebody has their wits about them enough to kind of correct me. You can't but, see uh, what? Oh god, it's bright as fuck out here. Oh, you got them city boy eyes, don't you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, usually, unless it's like anything past ten o'clock in the morning, and the sun's just behind all the all the buildings and stuff, and not to mention all the coal smoke everywhere and everything like that. It's just nothing like out here where everything's reflective and ah, it's just uh, awful. I see. Um, well, if if I recall correctly. We should have uh, turned, actually, 
probably a few hours back, but um, I think if we turn here, we'll at least get a little bit closer, a bit, a bit more to where we need to be. All right. Well, you you kind of know these lands a little bit better than me. Maybe uh, maybe you should start uh, start leading us. Well, all right then. Um, and I'm going to assume that they'll just follow if I ride in a different direction. Yeah, I mean, if Falk is if Falk is behind you, they will follow you without uh, without any protest, because they are just as lost as Falk is at this point. Clearly. <laughs> um. So, Victoria was the one who was actually driving. Correct. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry to do this to you, Victoria, but I think we're going to have to turn this way and go. Uh, hopefully, we get there before before sundown. Now, I'm not sure. She nods at you and uh, and starts to tug the reins. It takes it takes considerable effort to turn this cart the 90 degrees that you wanted, but mm-hmm. after a little while, it, it's no problem, and uh, you guys start heading in a more correct direction. <laughs> By the way, I'm um, I'm I'm up ahead of everybody else enough to where like. I do not turn my head one single degree to look back at them to see if they're all, like, leering at me. <laughs> Again, they're not, though, because they were also lost, and they oh, also okay. thought they were going the right way, so... But I will definitely be up beside Falk and be like, why didn't you just tell me you couldn't see? You don't want to lose the confidence of, you know, your, your traveling group, you know, when they look up to you like, in, in, like, a leadership role. Well, that's fine, but if you had said something before we came downstairs I could have been like well I'm the one who knows where we're going and then we wouldn't have had to be like this I'm your friend Falk you don't have to worry about that with me I get it Um, you know it's just my my old ways are are hard to hard to kind of shake plus I kind of forgot that I'm you know getting this way out in the desert oh well that I can understand although I would have thought it was kind of bright over back at uh, uh, Philmo's Crossing as well. And the town, it wasn't all that bad. And plus, like, you're just going from building to building. Well, that's fair, I guess. We, we weren't outside much, well, <laughs> during the daytime, anyway. Plus, I kind of thought I'd be getting used to it by now, but fuck, it just keeps getting worse. I suppose you you probably don't have quite the eyesight that I have. I, I don't quite know what to do for you, but I, I can at least help you get to where we need to go. I'm just glad that prolonged exposure to bright lights doesn't do any, like, sort of permanent visual damage or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard of anyone having trouble with that. Yeah, it's like, what what are they going to tell us next? That, like, tiny little things live in the water and can make you sick? <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's quite fanciful thinking there. <laughs> so, Alavari, um, you guys have been going uh, for maybe 30 minutes or so in the new direction that you've figured out. Uh-huh. And so we'll, we'll say it's probably, uh, it's probably kind of like a northeastern bearing. Okay. And off to, like, your southeastern direction. Mm-hmm. You can see that there is dust starting to kick up. Like you can't, you can't make out exactly what is making it, but it's definitely the telltale signs of people riding horses 
pretty hard. Like you don't know who's on it or how many of them there are. And it's pretty far away at this point. You would guess at least a mile off, just judging by uh, just judging by the fact that none of this dust is being blown in your direction, even though the wind is coming from that direction. Mm. And judging, I mean, the wind is kind of shifting a lot too because you guys are in a giant mountain or mountain surrounded basin, so it doesn't stay going in the same direction all the time. But you would guess probably about a mile off and definitely riding hard and is that the direction from town or would that be no no they are uh they are southeast so they look like they're coming from they look like they're coming from the mountains uh off to the off to the southeast keep your wits about you looks like we got some company underway oh i love company well we'll see if we love this company i can't tell who they are and i'll point to the distance and then realize Falk probably can't see anyway, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you definitely can't, Falk. You see nothing but... Nothing (laughs) but bright-ass sand. I guess we just keep riding, right? There's nothing you can do. I mean, you could always pick up the pace a little bit if you wanted to. Let's get a move on. Come on, on, Donnie, let's go. Yeah, um, Victoria, upon seeing that, she, uh... She starts to to crack the reins a little bit on her, her horses as well, and... They pick up the pace. It's definitely not as fast as maybe you would like, just given how heavy this uh, cart is and how crappy this sand is to move through. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys continue for probably another 30 minutes or so, and you're starting to get the feeling that that these that this group or well, actually, no. You can definitely see that it is a group of riders at this point. We're just going to keep your 26. I don't see the point in having you roll with fucking plus 7 again. Um, we'll just keep it. And so you can see that it's a group. There are four of them. Um, they don't appear to be uh, well-dressed or anything like that. They're very dusty. Um, they've got on... Um, all of them have on kind of cheap-looking uh, cowboy hats, very similar to the one that uh, Track is wearing. And okay. you can't tell at this distance if they are armed. But you would assume, since most people that you run into out here are armed, that they probably are. Um, but they're definitely human. And they are all wearing, you know, just the standard, like, long sleeve cotton shirts and just regular-looking pants. And so they're not wearing, like, miners' uniforms or anything like that. That would be kind of telltale for this area. But it definitely seems, like I said, like they're going to... They are going to intersect behind you, whereas before it kind of seemed like they might intersect in front of you. It seems like picking up the pace might have... uh, Might have done the trick so that they might... That they would have to turn and start chasing you if that was their intention. Well, it looks like we got a group of about five... Five, uh humans over there. They're heading kind of our way, but it looks like they should be behind us. Do we want to stand our ground, or do we just want to keep going fast as we can? Um, I, I think we should probably stand our ground, because the last thing we'd want is them to uh, follow us, and then us be down in that canyon when they decide to make their move. And then also, we wouldn't want us splitting off from the rest of the group, and then them going after our friends once we're, you know, no longer with them. 
Well, that, that sounds like a plan. Um, well, we don't have any uh, cover around here, but if we put the cot kind of between us, what would we do with the horses? Just have them a little further away so they don't get shot? <laughs> That's up to you guys. What do, what do you think, Paul? I, I think we should get um, everybody that doesn't have a gun and um, and all the horses of everyone that doesn't have a gun behind the cart and everybody stays there. Everybody with the gun comes forward um, and then we go a little bit forward to than them so that, you know, a couple layers of defense between um, the, you know, most uh, vulnerable and, uh, and us. That seems like a plan. Um, I don't have much of a gun and I will pull out my uh, Derringer. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what I have for a gun, but I could, uh, I do have my bow and arrow, however. That'll work. Those are still good. All right. Yeah, you ought to see what Ikmit can do with a bow and arrow. Fucking frightening. Is it? I always appreciate a, a man who can, uh, shoot straight. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, this guy can figure out how to kill somebody with just about anything. Well. So, um... <laughs> How far uh, away are the um, the riders coming towards us? All right, so you guys have stopped and started setting everything up, and by the time you get everything into position and uh, Victoria is able to sort of turn the cart sideways so that you guys can hide all of your non-combatants, mm-hmm. the, the group finally intersects with, uh, with your path. Well, with your trail, I should say. And they turn up and they start following you, but at a much slower pace this time. And Elavari, you can see that uh, that they're kind of holding their arms out to the side, like not up, but just kind of out to the side in sort of a non-threatening manner. And at this point, you can you can tell that they look kind of gaunt, and mm. uh, and they look uh, again very, very, very dirty. They seem to be, um, they seem to be trying to, well, why don't you make me an insight check? That's a 17. They seem pretty thirsty to you. Mm. <laughs> Everybody seems thirsty to Alavari. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course they do. Um, okay, so they're just a bunch of thirsty riders. When they get, um... Within 240 feet, um, I'm going to um, cast the cantrip message and then also use my um, sorcery point to um, cast it with double distance. Okay. And uh, I'm going to message um, whoever the, the, you know, first rider is of them that uh, think it's within that distance. Uh, Hey, boss. uh, What you doing? (laughs) You can reply to this message. Alivari, you see the the lead uh, rider. He kind of like starts and looks around and like looks back at his compatriots and looks back at uh, <laughs> at you guys. And uh, Falk, you hear, hello? Yeah, <laughs> I say, yeah, it's, it's me. I start waving my hand. I'm kind of pointed in a little bit of the wrong direction, though, since I can't actually see them. Right. Falk, who um, are you waving at? The, the, 
I mean, you know, they're coming from this way, right? Uh, a little bit more this way, and I will, like, <laughs> gesture him to the right direction. Yeah. Like trying to point out stars with a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you. Um, you're, you're coming up on our uh, traveling party here. Uh, what are your intentions? We was, we was just treasure hunting, got turned around, and when we saw folk, we... Do you have any water? How'd you know my name? <laughs> folk? Your name is Folk? <laughs> oh, sorry, I must have misheard you. I thought you said Falk. Do y'all have water? Um, I kind of give a, a glance back. Uh, would I have noticed how much water we brought? Yeah. It definitely, it definitely seems like you guys brought more than enough to get to Kensington. Um, yeah, yeah, we got some water, um, but here's, uh, and, and, and we got enough to, to give you a little bit, um, but just enough to keep you guys kind of nourished, um, but, uh, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, only one of you ride up, um, the rest of you stay back. Um, leave your weapons with your, your other companions there. And, um, and yeah, we'll give you enough water for, for four men. Or five. It was five, right? And I had turned to Alivari. Can I actually hear you say that? Yes. Or is that all? Okay. <laughs> you hear yes in your head, Falk. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, just mosey on over and, and we'll, we'll get all this figured out. Okay, so Alivari, you can see the lead The lead rider pulls up on the reins of his horse and uh, the rest of them stop kind of alongside of him and he very obviously pulls a pistol off of his belt and he holds it up very, very high for you to see Alivari and then he hands it to another rider that's near him and then turns around uh, his horse and starts heading towards you guys again with his arms out um, away from his sides and just being kind of held into the air. You guys would actually guess that he probably just doesn't even have the strength to get his arms up above his head at this point. Falk, what did you tell them? Oh, well, I told them that um, we would give them enough water for them to, to, you know, not die. Only one's coming over this way. Uh, he's going to disarm himself and give his weapons to his companions before coming this way. That explains it. All right. Yeah, he's coming. Okay, good. <laughs> I was really confused when he handed his pistol over. <laughs> oh, yeah. I-, I sometimes forget that not everybody can hear me when I do that. Obviously. <laughs> so... When he uh, when he gets up to you guys, um, he he goes to get off of his horse, and when he swings himself down, he he basically kind of collapses into the dirt and tumbles a little bit, and you can tell that he looks embarrassed by it, but he doesn't even have the strength to try and cover up for it. Like he's trying to get back up and it takes him a little while like he has to get up to like all fours and then put one leg up and then get the other leg up and kind of get into the slav squat position and then sort of help himself the rest of the way 
Yeah, I, I get. Uh, I dismount off of Donnie and, and go over to help him, and I kind of um, like head nod towards um, Rick to help me um, get him on his feet and walk him over to where the water is. Yeah, Rick uh, leaps off of his horse and comes over and and helps you with the man. And he, uh, as soon as you guys get him to the water, he and you give him some, he just starts guzzling as much as he possibly can and uh whoa 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 not not too fast dude uh, that'll make you throw it back up uh, i know it seems counterintuitive but uh just take just sip on it it'll it'll do what it needs to right right okay yeah 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 thank you kindly so uh wh- what happened to you guys we uh we bought a map off of a uh, off of a feller in Kensington and uh, it led it led into the mountains and we thought it was gonna lead to treasure and there were just some stupid fucking books and we uh, books you say what kind of books yeah my eyes go big when uh, he said books I mean we we, we burnt most of them for fire um, we got a couple <laughs> You burnt I'm, books? I make an audible, um, you know, gut noise when he said that. Did you save any of the books? A couple, um, miss, we... We've been out here wandering for days. We... I, I don't know how we got so turned around, but we... We, we just... Uh, and he takes another couple of sips of water and he says, uh, we... We ran out of water two days ago. We ran out of food four days ago. You are lucky to be alive, sir. That's that's why we spurred our horses so fast. I'm I'm sorry if we gave you a fright. That was that was not our intention. And he takes another sip of water. Can can, can we talk about this more after we've given some water to my friends? I just. Why, sure. Um, can I do an insight check just to... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sh- I completely missed the top of my uh, dice tower. <laughs> Fucking just threw <laughs> this thing on the floor. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, 7 plus 4, 11. You are pretty positive that that he is definitely on the verge of dying. Okay. Yeah, uh bring you guys uh over I'll, I'll go ahead and message one of the other ones and, and tell them to to come on and and everything um we're actually on our way to a um a canyon with a ravine and you know if you follow us there you'll be able to get all the water you want that's mighty kind of y'all um wouldn't it I- make more sense to send them back by our trail back to to uh Fillmore's crossing that's that's really what I was kind of hoping for to be honest with you I I was I just want to get back to town I, I I'm um, I don't ever want to see this desert ever again well you know what I mean well I'll, I'll tell you one thing um, there's kind of a situation going on in Fillmore's crossing hence why all these folk are leaving Um I fear that if you were to go there from where you are now, you'd be going into a worse situation. And, um, 
probably better off to get some water, head back to, to Kensington or something. Well, that's where these folks are going, Falk. They could just come with us. Yeah, I'm saying they come with us to the ravine because we're going to split off after that. Right, but they can go with the rest of the folks. Exactly. So they wouldn't be going in our tracks back to Fillmore's Cross and yes. that would put them in severe danger. Well, uh, I think we put most of the danger out, I would say, but okay. Because as far as Alivari knows, like, there's a giant zombie creature that you guys already took care of. <laughs> and there's a guy going around as a dra- like he's a dragon in human form. Like that's all she knows as as being bad and you know people getting possessed, but whatever. <laughs> you know, like they do. <laughs> Listen, Alavari has seen some shit in her lifetime. People getting possessed is just eh. It's a thing. It happens. Yeah. So anyway, um well, I, I mean, it'd be faster if they went back to uh, Fillmore's, but if you if you think they'd rather go to Kensington, we can sure send them along with the rest of the crew. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the at the end of the day, it's pretty much up to them what they want to do. But I would highly suggest that you follow um, follow us and keep the hell out of Fillmore's Crossing. No, that that's fair. Um... That's that's mighty kind of y'all, and um, the rest of the the rest of the group come and join up with you guys. And uh, he says, "Y'all seem real interested in in them books. If you if you want them, I mean, they're they're yours. They brought us nothing but trouble." When you burned them, yep. did they make any kind of funny smoke? Uh, I don't. I mean, it it didn't smoke like wood would, but. Well, yeah. I don't think so, miss. So there wasn't any funny colors coming off of it or any kind of things? Or ghosts flying out? No, not that, uh, not that I could tell. Did you read any of them before you burnt them? No, I, I don't read too good, to be honest with you, sir. Fair. It's kind of surprising, really. You, you, uh, you look like a, you know fairly uh learned uh book reading man uh, if i must say but uh but yeah fair fair enough if if you if you aren't uh, you know this is no judgment zone here well what the fuck i appreciate the compliment i guess um here let me go get let me go get you them last two and uh he walks back over to his horse and uh reaches into his saddlebag and he does it really slowly and Pulls, he pulls two books out of the saddlebag and, like, holds them out wide to show, like, hey, no guns, these are not guns, please don't shoot me, kind of a move. Right. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but he, uh, he pulls out two of the books, and one of them, one of them looks just to be fairly mundane and normal, but the other one, why don't you guys both make me an arcana check? All right, 11 plus 5, 16. 14. The other one definitely gives off an aura of magic. Not super strong, but there's an aura. And the book is the book is bound in a bright purple cover. And 
on the front, it's sort of embossed this, uh, this like weird sort of symbol, which uh, if you give me a few seconds, I will send you guys a picture to the chat. Oh boy. Well, I just realized that I have some spoilers on this page, so I gotta redraw it real quick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Oops, a daisies. <laughs> it's an upside down anarchy symbol. Basically, yeah. Lovely. Okay. Would uh would I know that from my study of um all the all the shit that I would study, like <laughs> looking into dragons or anything like that, or the stuff from the FIA. Why don't you go ahead and make me a really, really hard history check? Uh, I, I got a really, really hard two on the die. <laughs> you actually think that you do recognize it. Um, you think that it's uh, you think that it's probably a spell book that used to belong to this wizard that you read about named Alabaster. Hmm. I can. I could have sworn I've seen this symbol before, and um, it was it was this wizard that lived something like a couple thousand years ago named Alabaster, and um. Oh really? Like, yeah. Like um. Used to make these magical Fabergé eggs that were like in- <laughs> incredibly powerful. Uh, what? What's a Fabergé egg? You know, it's where they take like a, a an egg and like blow out the the insides and then decorate the outsides and you know somewhere in that he made it magical and it took about like three armies to stop him. Well, I've I've never heard of this alabaster, but uh, clearly you've done more more book learning than I have. Uh would I have any idea what this might be? You can also make a really hard history check if you want. Okay. But I just want you to know that a natural 20 doesn't necessarily mean success in this situation. Well, my history score is the greatest. That's a five on the die. What's my history score? I think it's a one. It is. Six. (laughs) You've heard of Alabaster, too. You don't remember the Fabergé egg part, but what Falk is saying seems to make sense. Oh, oh, wait. What, was he that guy that, um, when those armies came down to get him, like, it, there was some orcs in there, and he ended up, he he killed, like, all the orcs somehow with just, like, a word, and he was real scary? Yeah, that, that sounds like something come to mind, and, and he was, like, experimenting on making all sorts of, like, half-creatures and everything, and... Right. Yeah, I've heard of him. So the uh, <laughs> the thirsty leader holds out. Uh, he holds out a book towards each of you. Which one do you? Which one do you guys want to take? Um, I'll take the purple one. So Alavari, you notice that the other one is entitled Water Davian Architecture. I see. Do I have any idea what that means? You've heard that. Uh, that millennia ago there was a city known as Waterdeep and you would imagine that this might be a book talking about its architecture nice um (laughs) nice (laughs) yeah I 
okay. So now I know where we're at. Well, okay. It, it, this one here says water having architecture. Um, you so you kind of page through it uh, very quickly, and there are a lot of sketches of different buildings and and descriptions of them. And these pages are incredibly brittle. Like you mm -hmm. have to be very careful when you're turning them, but the the sketches are beautiful. Um, the printing for a book that's this old is very, very nice. Like only a few letters, you know, get a little bit above or a little bit below. Like it's a, it's a very well-made book and probably would have been the pride of somebody's collection at some point. And Falk, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, okay, so that's a nine plus one, a 10. You get really confused as to where you're at for a second and it takes you a minute to kind of gather your bearings as to uh, as to where you are and then you know you notice Alivari and you notice all of these people that you recognize and you kind of remember what it was that you were doing mm -hmm. but just for uh, future reference your survival checks being made going forward will be at disadvantage okay <laughs> Um, and then, uh, also kind of right after that happens and I'm kind of still getting out of the haze, like, um, everything had kind of, uh, just turned into white noise until I heard her say, um, repeat the, uh, the title of the other book, Water Davian Architecture. And when she does, I like look down at the, um, platinum pistol that I have now. And uh, I kind of mumble to myself, like, Water Davian, is that... Was that that city? Does the um, platinum pistol do anything? It glows very faintly. Ah, right. And just for a split second. Um, yeah, and, and I kind of uh, shake my head to kind of like, you know, shake off the, the feeling of the disorientation and everything. And um, then like look back up, like trying to make it seem like nothing had happened. I'm going to say I was probably busy flipping through the books and I did not notice any of that. <laughs> I started to kind of look over his shoulder to see what I can see in the um, in the book. Oh, hey. Uh, it, it looks like they had some really fine drawings back then, but this is an old book. Yeah, be careful with that thing. Um, you know, it, it, it'd be a shame for like a, a relic like that to, to go to dust. <laughs> or be burned. And I kind of, like, side-eye the guys. <laughs> so, Falk, when you look over her shoulder, you can't read. <gasps> you think it's in a different language, though. Like, you probably wouldn't think, like, oh, I can't read anymore. Like, you're just looking at it and it looks like gibberish. And oh, Alivari... Okay. It's an old style of common, but still very readable. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like reading Shakespeare would be right. right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the the script is probably a little bit questionable, but it's... The spellings are weird, but otherwise it's fine. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure once we get, um, you know, time to, to really get into these things, we could find somebody that'd be able to translate that, no problem, and... 
you know, get it all figured out. Translate? Well, it, it's in an older... Like, I've seen books that that's had, maybe not quite this bad, but I've seen books that have uh, common kind of like this. What are you talking about? That's obviously in some sort of different language. Look, all the letters are different. Well, I suppose you could argue that uh, the comment of of however old this book is would be a different language, but um, it's not that different. I can can make out some of the words and I'll, like, read whatever's on the page in front of me. Oh, you you start reading out a paragraph about uh, this this bank that that used to exist in this town of Waterdeep, and again, while you may not read through it as quickly as you would, uh, you definitely don't have any problem. Sure, it's definitely common. Are, are you like messing with me right now? <laughs> what? Am, am I being punked? I start looking around. <laughs> <laughs> Why would? Oh. <laughs> Why would I be messing with you? It's, it's just a book. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're jovial with each other. Um, well, I mean, it, it's just a, a book that we found. I, or, well, yeah, they but I found. mean, come on. The, the letters, the, they're not the same. This is, this is something different. I mean, they're fancier, but it's not like you can't read. Uh, mm, you can't read this, can you? I mean, <laughs> uh, I look around uh, the other people to see if they're like paying attention to our conversation. I'm like, um, you notice that the majority of uh, your companions are helping out this uh, lead writer's companions. They're giving him, you know, just some some beef jerky and and some uh, some water, and they're just kind of helping these guys because. All of the rest of them, too, when they went to get off of their horses, they didn't quite dive bomb as hard as the leader did. Um, who, by the way, I am naming Ashton now. I had a different name okay. for him, but he's Ashton now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, yeah, like, I, I kind of, you know, like, nervously laugh, and I'm like, of course I can read it. And then, like, um, as I finish saying that, I uh, cast message um, to her. Um <laughs> I'm um, like, yeah, I cannot read any of that. Like, it looks like complete gibberish. What the hell is going on here? Um, this... Hmm. I wonder, did... You, have you been feeling all right since you, you looked at that other book? I mean, it was just a second ago. I mean, I kind of, like, maybe spaced out for a second and maybe missed a couple of words of the conversation a little bit there, but I mean, like, I, I feel fine. You, um, can I, can I do some detection of magic? Yeah, absolutely. See if I can figure out what the fuck is going on with him. Okay, so detect magic. I get the sense of magic. I get to learn the school of magic. I suppose that doesn't really help me understand what's wrong with him, though, does it? Oh, okay, there it is. It's an enchantment. There, there's some kind of an enchantment. Um, Would I know in, in my state right now uh, what in Detect Magic looks like? Oh, that's a good question. Yes, you do okay. know what that looks like. You've got uh, something, and I'll just like vaguely gesture at his head, his body. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I'm not sure quite what, but... Um... <laughs> you have 30 seconds to live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I have anything to help you. Um, with, like, a dispel magic? No, it has to be, like, a restore or something, I would assume. You can try and dispel it. I'm pretty sure that uh, dispelling, you just go against the level of the spell. That is correct. It's a third level or lower, automatically ends. And then fourth level or higher, I have to roll. You can try and dispel it if you'd like. Sure. Let's see if I can... uh, And then I will cast the dispel. I assume I have to roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ninth level enchantment, probably. (laughs) Probably. So that's an 18. So, Falk, you immediately stop being confused. Um, The book, however, is still... It still feels magical. Um, Like, you guys still get an aura of magic on it. But, Falk, you you are no longer confused. Can he read? I kind of shake my head a little bit. Um... Yeah, can I, I look at that other book again? Can I read it? You can, yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it, it, it's clear to me now. Um, oh, good. Okay, so... Uh, I, I, um, Let's not touch I, that I w- book again. Uh, yeah, um, I kind of wrap my hand in, um, in one of my pockets to my coat and like grab the book and like place it in the saddlebag of uh, Donnie and then, you know, close it up tight and... Um, that's a good idea. Okay. Why don't you make me a sleight of hand check to do that? Just don't roll a one. <laughs> oh, natural 20 on that one. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, no problem. <laughs> I was going to have what? you bump it into Donnie if you rolled a one. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, no, Donnie can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of Donnie being super confused would be really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I think we dodged a bullet on that one. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you were willing to talk to me about that. Hey, uh, and um, out of not doing message anymore. So, like, um, so you guys, uh, had you been really confused the last couple of days that you've been riding? Oh, yeah, Elevari, when you cast Detect Magic, you also got it on uh, on the lead rider. Okay. I'm sorry, I forgot to say that. Um, would my Dispel Magic have hit him as well? There's No, I think it's one target. Yep. Which is why uh, the book is still fine, because I assumed that Falk was the main target for that. <laughs> If they they had trouble riding like you had trouble reading, that would explain a few things. Yeah, um so uh do you still have this map that uh that led to that place? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and he uh goes back over to his saddlebag and he brings you over this very kind of crudely drawn map, but Looking, looking and judging by the landmarks and stuff like that, um, you would think that if you can find the landmarks, it's probably not that hard to find the uh, the location that X would mark. And it's it's showing it in the mountains, basically off in the direction that they came from towards the southeast. And uh, 
one of the or then he uh, Ashton looks at you and says, "I have to admit that um, we, we we tried to find it again, and and it, it, good luck. It seems like it might hide itself once once you once you find it once. I don't know, but I don't know. Were there more books in there? We 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 took everything. Um, just a cache buried pretty deep." Um, you know, had a had a pretty good sized chest. Um, we broke that apart for firewood. I see. Were there any Fabergé eggs? What's a Fabergé egg? Well, uh, were there any eggs? No. Okay. Um, it, was, it was a long shot. A- anything that wasn't just like gold or anything like that that you found down there? I, we, I mean, we found a few coins if if you really want them, but. We should probably just check them for the the magic. Oh, oh, okay, right, right. Wait, what? Oh, I mean, you know, I think that uh, the nature of of your condition might have something to do with uh, you guys getting a magical enchantment that um, caused uh, some ailments to you. And so um, I, I would like to look over at the other stuff to make sure you're not just, you know, sitting on some stuff that's just gonna make your situation even worse. We're not trying to take your money if it's just... Oh! Shit! (laughs) (laughs) Should you just get attacked by a cat? Did a cat just die? No, I accidentally stepped on her. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, it's not my fault. She's flicking her tail around and I moved my foot. Don't judge me. It's (laughs) definitely the cat's fault. (laughs) Anyway. <laughs> so, I think detect magic is a thing that continues? Or is that only if you have it in, like, your... Yep, up to ten minutes. So, it's still going. And so Ashton goes, uh, Boys, boys, uh, get out get out the coins that we found. Um, and they go over to their saddlebags, and they don't pull out large pouches. They're... You would guess that if they if these pouches were full, there's maybe 50 gold coins in there. Mm-hmm. And they each have one, and they drop them into the sand um, at your guys' feet. And you don't get any magic on those. The only thing that you're getting magic from is the book, Ashton, um, a bunch of shit on Falk, obviously, and <laughs> that's it. Any, um, any noticeable sort of... Um iconography on the uh coins like from oh like, definitely the design of what they're min- um, minted yeah they they were minted and they have the face of an elven woman on it there's no like uh there's no like writing on it it's just uh the face of an elven woman and then like the this like imagine uh, how a dime looks but if the ridges kind of extended over the border of the coin um like uh, a few millimeters. Does the elven woman look like uh, Lolf? No. Okay. She she looks like a she looks like a regular elf, as far as you can tell. All right. I I don't see anything else on on the the coins. You you're free to keep those. That's great. They 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 felt pretty heavy. We were hoping that uh, that they might be worth something. Well. Uh... We happen to have a banker right here. He might be able to tell you something. Uh, Mervyn, have you ever seen coins like these? 
Mervin kind of cocks his head and he kind of tugs on his beard a little bit, uh, that little tuft of goatee that he has, and he says, I, I can't say that I have. Um, these are these are very fancy. This is, this is not really the way that uh, people make coins in the Deadlands, that's for sure. They also seem to be a bit bigger. Um, I mean, if I if you were going to trade me for slugs, I would at least um, I would at the very least give you one to one weight. Yeah, inflation's a bitch, huh? Well, no. I mean, the coins are bigger, so you figure if you've got fifty of those, you get a hundred slugs. I mean, that's not bad. Oh, I thought that would kind of get a you know a little bit of a rise out of your monetary humor, but uh, I don't know. I guess I was asking too much. What's inflation? <laughs> well, see, inflation is something that normally comes about when uh, governments like to uh, impose restrictions upon things. And he just starts rambling. <laughs> and your eyes kind of roll back into your head and you're very, very sorry that you asked this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to touch that book again to get out of this conversation. <laughs> If you have a third grade sense of humor, you might want to stick around to the very end of this episode. If you don't have a third grade sense of humor, eh, you may as well not stick around because it's about to get silly. Want more LCP D&D? All our info and content can be found through lcpdnd.com. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can share the show with friends or on social media. You can review us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you listen. You can pledge any amount of money at patreon.com slash lcpdnd. And you can buy LCP merch at sonerdware.com slash LCP. Regardless of whether you do these things or not, we would love to have you join our Discord server where we chat, post memes, and even play D&D together. Come play with us. The Discord link is in our episode descriptions as well as on our website. You can follow the show on Twitter at LCPDND. Tim Demuse, our DM, is Ida Grab Your Gun. Chris Riley, who plays Falk, is Chris Riley LCP. Wesley Sullivan, who plays Igmet, is Wide Wide Wes. Our guest was Kim, who played Alavari, and she is Metz Girl. That's M-E-T-Z Girl. She can be found primarily on the two podcasts, Beholder's Eye and Service Desk. And I, Brian Bridges, the player of Tom, can be found on Twitter as at ManlyBrian and on Instagram as Brian underscore Bridges. And that's all for this episode. Until next time, may Ernie bless you, keep you, and make his face shine upon you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm here to make you an offer that you can't refuse. Cosa Nostra is a tabletop RPG where you get to be the bad guy. Join the mob, commit crimes, earn respect. You can find a link to our Discord at Cosa TTRPG. That is at K-O-S-A-T-T-R-P-G on Twitter. See you there. What happens when four DMs who never get a chance to play become friends? Well, they all take turns DMing for each other in their own stories. Cameron from the Coventry Podcast, Rich and Cam from Filling in the Gaps, and the one and only Adam from the Roaring Trainers have joined forces to start the DM's Treehouse. Join us up in the Treehouse for Poker World, a game run by Adam where the players play as Pokemon... 
The West, a game run by Cam, which is a cowboy-style game set in an alternate timeline world. The Ascent, a traditional D&D game run by myself, Rich, and Heritage, a teenage superhero game run by Cameron that will make you feel like never before. At the end of the day, we're four great friends and great DMs having a good time, and we hope you guys will too. You can join us up in the treehouse by finding us on Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you find podcasts by searching The DM's Treehouse. Pain, 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 peener, 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 peener. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got a load to blow, but nothing comes out when they jerk the dick. <laughs> it's a bunch of- hey, hey, can't keep my peen in my pants. Hey, get- <laughs> Ooh-wee-oo, my peen's dressed like Buddy Holly. <laughs> Since your peen's long, I can't breathe for the first time. I'm stroking on your dung. Why peen great till it got a bean great? I just took a DNA test and it came back. And it turns out I'm 100% filled up with that semen or something. I don't know. I'm trying to do that one song, but I don't fucking know it well enough. <laughs> I love cock and balls. Put another dong in my poop box, baby. Why can't you see you belong with peen? You belong with peen. I've got a black peen, baby. And I wipe mayonnaise. You never grope my chode anymore when I lick your tits. My neck, my back, lick my peen and my crack. How are you gonna dirty up that one even more, dude? With a taste of your peen, I'm on the rise. My cock licking tongue slipping on with the taste of your peener paradise. I'm a dick loving fool and I'll give you a cock lick.